Hey y'all, Kim here. We are doing our very first Q&A, and you can ask us all those nagging little questions you've had since the beginning. Over on Beholder's Eye Pod on Twitter, we have a pinned tweet with a lovely little form to fill out. Come ask us your questions, and we'll answer them on episode number 50. Thanks! Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Maugrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Delegis. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Magnar Skorgrim, Goliath Sorcerer. Heavenlit, the fire-kindled, wandering flameosopher. Who wants to tell us what happened last time? Uh, I think it's my turn now then. So, last time we set up, we started off by having ourselves a plan on how to sort of deal with this extra-dimensional eye monster thing. Uh, plan started with me trying to uh, get up close in Thunder Wave, but immediately I, um... Failed a wisdom check and got cursed and forced to try and push over the anvil. Luckily I was invisible and no one saw me do that. Um, two paladins failed as well and they tried to. Uh, it turns out when you ignore the order of this curse, you take a lot of damage. I got hit hard the two paladins got killed instantly. Magnar managed to skewer the weird eye creature. And we managed to do a skill check and get everyone out, luckily. Um... I had the curse removed, one of the curses removed from me, then discovered I had another curse. And we kind of came to the plan to travel with these people for a little while. I believe that's where we ended it, wasn't it, guys? Well, the other big thing was because you guys didn't um, succeed with less than two failures. That means that the army outside that had uh, Kringle Falls under siege knew that you left. And when we ended it, two of the wyverns were flying over the woods trying to find which direction this group of people left or, or is going so um and you guys have been traveling with them for a very short period of time after you got everyone out and started going it's been maybe 45 minutes so you know they are ha- heading toward castle delacro which is a little bit northwest your destination of course has been for everybody has been to the south one way or the other um so first things first you hear the screams of the wyverns as they begin searching, people start to freak out a little bit. How do you guys want to handle this situation, or do you at all? Um, when the wyverns get within 150 feet, I will fireball them. Uh, uh, <laughs> mm. Um. Okay, so so everybody in the town came. Yes, everybody in the town came, which is um, the reason that they knew that uh, everybody had left. Cause yeah, nobody's batmanning the battlements anymore. Yeah. And yep, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so with it, like, is the whole kind of like paladin structure and stuff with us as well? And everybody, yes, they are. So they they've got a pretty good defensive uh, perimeter out there. If you guys want to leave that in their hand, yeah. Um, in this sort of situation, um, at least I, I, from Margrain's perspective, his bosses are here. Mm -hmm. So, Ah. so, so he's going to let them handle it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. So do we want to go south now? It would be the Uh, perfect opportunity. They would make a good distraction. You're right. When you put it like that, it doesn't sound as, uh. (laughs) It doesn't sound good, (laughs) but it's true. (laughs) Uh. Hibonite. 
if you think they're safe with your leaders, then it's not much much of an issue. Do you um, believe us four to be vital to their security, or do you think these like battalion of paladins is enough? Oh no, I I, I don't I don't fear for their security. Um, I can't see a reason to, to not go. I'm, I'm searching for one. I want one, but oh. um, um, to not go with the with us? Yeah, no, I yeah I. I I don't know. I think we. I. I personally think we should stay with these people. But. But you guys make great points. <laughs> um. Um. Well, if we're if we're going to go, I, I need a. I need to speak to the bishop before we before we head out. You know, I, I need to get that whole. You know, us attacking a high-ranking member of the church kind of thing squared away. Hmm. But. But right after uh-huh. I talk to them, we can leave. So, like, how close are the wyverns flying to us? I mean, like, are, are we under cover of trees and stuff? Yes, yeah. Um, okay. This area of Thalmer is very thick. Well, most of Thalmer, at least especially in the northern part, is very thick with trees. So, you guys are, you're moving under the cover of trees. Um, so, they're searching for you. You can hear them screeching as they're searching around, but they don't, you don't feel like they have a beat on you. Okay. Um... What would would it be would it be too much out of our way to at least make this day's journey with them and when they when they maybe hitch up for the night I can I can have my discussion and we can then go our own way you know I I I, I just I would like to take care of this could we possibly find the archbishop in the crowd somewhere yeah he's not hard to spot um, you know he, he's traveling with a bit of a caravan around him uh, he's got yeah. about five paladins just surrounding him um, he's an older man, as I described before, he's wearing that armor that, um, in his old age, is a little bit too big for him. So mm-hmm. He's kind of shrunken, uh, but yeah, he's not hard to find. Yeah, just because in my current, in Margraine's current position, I'm just worried about his reception in Kalimdor. Does that make sense? Like the 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 news of him attacking a high-ranking member of the church already made its way to Durnholm. People in the church in Calendar sh- would also know. Right. Getting it squared away with at least at least Bishop Ulysses, you know, uh, uh, would right. would clear it up. Uh, do we have to wait till the evening, Margaret? We, I mean, no, we can, he's over we can there. Talk. Could we yeah, just we, walk yeah, over I and can talk, talk to him now? Yeah, we can talk to him now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. All right, so <laughs> you make your way over there. He's riding on horseback. Um, hello. Oh, great. I, How I, are you? Um, well, I think we've all been better. I would agree. Um, I, my, my friends and I, you know, we have, we have business we need to attend to. And I, I, I wanted to uh, make sure that everything was okay before I left. Um, yes, I, of course. Yes. What do you um, mean, okay? Well, you know, I, I'm sure you heard of the, the situation that happened in the mountains involving St. Crowley's people. People say things, people talk. Of course, if you were to ever come around, we'd have to stay with you and make sure we had a tribunal uh, to speak about this. But luckily, we haven't seen you in a while. If I were to ever come around. I see. <laughs> Um, well, if you, if you see me, what would you say, uh, what would you say to me would be the best thing to, to, to do about this around other members of the church? Well, the church has issued no edict, no proclamation, because you haven't been around, so we can't actually go and present this case before the Grand Abbot, have we? I see. Um, so, uh, as of now, you are a paladin in good standing with the Order of St. Eligius. 
I see. Well, um, before anybody does see me, um, I, I, I'll have my leave then. Um, and I just, I, I'll just say, be, be careful of Crowley's. There, I don't know if they have everybody's best intentions at heart. And yeah. Yes, thank you, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> and Margarine will leave. <laughs> oh, it's good to have people who got your back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, everything's, everything's clear. It's probably better, actually, if I'm not seen at Delacroix with, with my brothers. Okay. Okay. All right, so you guys head down south. south. Um, anything, well, first of all, the uh, wyverns are out there um, flying around searching, so you do have to make your way and avoid them because even though they're looking for a huge group of people, they're still bad guys. Uh, and um, so go ahead and everybody give me, once again, either survival or stealth. <laughs> That's a seven. Uh, Eleven for stealth. Ten. Um doesn't really matter. Uh, that's a four. <laughs> now, luckily, how these are... Uh, how did Hibernite roll the best? <laughs> uh, I have a plus one in either, and I rolled a three. Anybody, so no, as well. Nobody got worse than a six, I hope, right? No, I got a four. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this uh, is great. They're always ripping on me for rolling like 22. So I rolled six. This is perfect. No, no, I rolled a four. No worries. <laughs> And the wyvern scoops you up and eats you. So, because Margraine's stealth there, the uh, wyverns definitely notice you guys and start coming down. Everybody give me an initiative roll, please. Oh, fun. Uh, that's a nat 20. Whoa. Too bad. Uh, that's also count a for my nat 20. That's a nat 1. What? Margraine? <laughs> yeah, 21. Nice. I, I got a nat 1. You did? Wow. <laughs> We're all naturals. things out. Okay. Well, not Magnar. Except for Magnar. All right. So um, the wyverns come running or flying down, swooping toward you. You've got the two scribes, uh, which were, you were calling the shamans before, but as Hibonite noted, they were called scribes in the book, um, in the, the uh, Grimoire of Murat Hull. So they're on the back. They've got their large staffs out as well. And it is your turn first, Zalara of Termez. What are you doing? I assume they are not low enough for me to jump off of Magnar and stab them in the face. No, not yet, but okay. they probably will be fairly soon. Okay, I'm going to light crossbow. Um, I'm going to aim for the one on the left. Okay. Uh, and with a nine. That'll be, that'll be Wyvern. Okay. You shoot at Wyvern and miss. Well, that was fun. <laughs> All right, Margraine, it's your turn. Okay, uh, Margraine's going to pull out his bow and take a shot at them. Okay. Does a 17 hit? Which one are you shooting at? Uh, at the shaman on the back, I think. Yeah, okay. that sounds like the smartest idea. Yes, yeah, so actually a 17 will hit. Awesome. Uh, for 9 piercing damage. And I'll take another shot. Uh, a 10 doesn't hit, I'm assuming. Ten does not hit. We're looking for a DC fifteen here, guys. Okay. Yep. That's that's Margarine done then. Okay. All right. And then next in line we have um, actually Vodhava. So uh, attacking the wyvern on the right, whose name is Shirley. She will fire off a fireball and deal do that at level four, which will do a critical failure for the <gasps> first roll damage. 
I mean, that, no, no, no. That's, well, it's that's just, just a one. Yeah. Oh. It's just it's just damage. Um, you don't aim with a fireball. Don't explode it's... the baby. No, no, no. Dex you don't aim with or whatever. You're right, right. Um, so hold on. We're going to do a. So you can't well, see do <laughs> oh, Yeah. Um, okay. So, and then 25 total points of damage to that wine burn, whose name is Shirley. All right. It is your turn, Magnar. All right. Um, so the what, the scribe that <laughs> Margraine hit was mm-hmm. that the same Shirley Wyvern scribe? No, nope, that's, or is that a that's the one? Wyvern Wyvern. Okay. Um, did it look like Shirley's scribe got hit with that fireball? Oh, you know what? Good call because I was a bad DM there and I forgot to do the save. So give me a second. Well, um, both of them definitely got some kind of damage from that. Um, and actually, yeah, that scribe looks like it's hurt pretty bad. All right, then I will uh, magic missile the the scribe on the one that Vadahava just blew up. Okay. So rage, reckless attack, 22 to hit. 22 piercing hits. And then five radiant damage. Is the scribe still up? So that's 13, right? 13 total. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's still up. All right, and then the second one will go to him as well. 23 to hit, six more damage. Ooh. Dude's looking ragged. Not liking that at all. Okay. So, because you were the last one to unleash some hellscape on them, they are, that or that guy is going to lift up his uh, staff there, and you've got to make a dex saving throw, DC 14. All right. 21. Crit. Nice. Okay. So, you're just going to take half as a lightning bolt comes shooting out through the trees, sending everything in its path, and you are going to take 14 points of damage. All right. Lucky you're only taking half. Yeah. (laughs) That nearly takes me out in one. (laughs) All right. The next scribe is going, and he does not care that there's a lady with a baby. Oh, Von Hava. Oh, Von Hava. Can I give my inspiration to her? <laughs> nope, because she's not. I'll let you do that to a PC, but not to your former sort of wife. Um, oh. Oh. Smacks her for 32 points of damage. Uh, she is still up, but she did, looks charred from the inside. Smoke's coming out of her mouth. Oh, she's not did, looking good. Did, do we have the benefit of like a, a long rest or anything? Or are we still in the same situation we were? Yeah, no, there was no long rest. That was yeah. Like... I, I was just making sure, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. Game, <laughs> um, are you playing, man? No. All right, it is now Shirley's turn, and she's gonna swoop down. And all right, we're gonna do this. Shirley doesn't care. Um, all right. So one is Margraine, two is Magnar, three is Hibonite, and four is Lara. Um, so that is four, which is Zalara. Oh, of course. So it swoops down and will try and bite. 17 to hit. Um, yep. Uh, just barely clears my armor. Okay. Take 11 points of damage. And then it um, will use its... Uh, one other thing about... You were asking me what the, the difference between dragons and wyverns were. The other thing is it's got a giant scorpion tail in the back. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it'll try and swing that at you. A 20, I'm assuming, hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need you to take seven points of piercing damage. And then I need you to roll a DC 15 constitution. <sighs> That's a 19. 
Okay, so you get poison damage. Luckily, you're only taking half of that, so you will take 12 points of poison damage. Okay, and how many piercing was that? Seven. It was 11 for the bite. The sting gave you another seven, so that's 18, and then 12 on top of that, so that's 30. Um, yeah, I have two hit points. Remember, we bought healing things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. It is now, after Shirley's turn, it is now Wyvern's, and um, she is going to swoop down and attack. She cannot attack. Can I do? She cannot attack uh, Zalara because the other, because Shirley's in the way. So, um, one to two is Margraine, three to four is Magnar, and five to six is Hibonite. Five. So that's Hibonite. It comes down and will try and bite you. All right, 21 hits for 12 points of damage. It's going to try with the stinger and four. 13. Is 13 hit? Miss. I have a 16. All right, you completely miss as the stinger comes by. All right, guys. It is now your turn, (laughs) Hibonite. Um, Can I get both of the Wibbons and their riders in a 40-foot diameter? Yeah, yeah. And none of us? Yeah, because you'll be shooting. If you shoot upwards, yeah, I'll try, I'll you try to make sure. That. Um, so for flare, I'd like I like combat rolled out of the way of the last attack and <gasps> fireball up at them. Absolutely, I yes. love this. Uh, it's level three, so that is a DC 15 dexterity save and 25 points of damage if they fail, okay. and half if they pass. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. Tell me what it looks like when the rider on Shirley dies. Um, I like the idea of as the fireball goes off, they just get blasted off. As a okay. small smut, like just a streaming fireball coming off of it. They catch fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly a secondary explosion sort of thing. Yeah. And you said it was 25 <laughs> points of damage? 25, yeah. Okay. And half if they pass the deck save. Okay, so that's... God, that was a good one. Um, all right. <laughs> so, none of them are looking. The uh, right, the scribe screams and pulls Laverne up and will try and fly away. So, I'm going to give... No, really, you guys are all close enough. Everybody gets an attack of opportunity. Woohoo! Not with a seven, I don't. I fly on my fist for a seven. Which bolt? 20 to hit. 20 hits. Slashing, and this is the first round, so 7 7. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 hits. Okay, for 12 bludgeoning damage. Nice. All right. Okay, so that scribe and. Which one did I say, Shirley? No, Wavern. Fly off. Which one was it? Um, I don't know. Okay, so that scribe and Wavern fly off and flying to the night sky, screaming. You've only got one Wyvern left, which we'll say is Shirley. Um, so, it is now your turn, Zalara. So, I'm going to quaff a healing potion. That's 2d4 plus 4, correct? Yep. Okay, so 8 points. Do, do, do. Um, and then, I am going to... I get two attacks, so I'm going to short sword it twice, or at least attempt to. And that's a 20 to hit the first time. Yep, 20 hits. For five piercing damage. And then 11 for the second. Okay. And so 11 misses, though. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to use my movement to go uh, away (laughs) and kind (laughs) of hide. 
Okay. Uh, since you're engaged with this person, though, and you just attacked, you're going to get an attack of opportunity. Are you okay with that? I get... They get disadvantage because of my bracer. Right. Okay, cool. Then I will go ahead and they will bite at you. Um, okay, so bite at you with 15. Does not hit. Okay, so you're able to get away. Pew. All right, Margaret, it's your turn. Um, there's... Is there anything within melee range? Yeah, you'll be able to easily get up there and uh, attack the one that just was in combat with Zolara. Okay, I will attempt to hit with a Warhammer then. Um, I'm assuming uh, 13 doesn't hit. You would be wrong. 13 actually hits. Oh, for 10 bludgeoning damage. And a 17 hits then for another 7 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Okay. Holy God. You guys are kind of, uh, you're a little glass cannony because, you know, you guys can't really take it. But man, you can dish it out. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> um, all right. It is Vodhava's turn. And she not happy. Uh, so I'm going to do another fireball. She's an angry mama. Okay, here we go. Fireball at it. Holy crap. Okay. Um... <laughs> You guys need to raise in levels. You can do a lot more damage. Um, <laughs> it's amazing how that works. Yeah, oh, right? Okay, so um, she shoots off a fireball. The Wyvern barely is able to cut some of the damage down, but it still is obviously in a lot of pain. All right, it is, it's still up, but it's not doing well. Not at all. Okay, uh, who is next? It is Magnar. Your turn, buddy. All right, I leap forward and cloud of duggers. 21 for 11 slashing and eight radiant. Nice. Describe what it looks like when it dies. All right, so I leap up um, just as the fireball, the fire is dissipating, and I cleave right through its neck, and it goes flying into a tree, smashes into it, and just flops over. And then the head just goes flying into above the tree line. Very cool. Magnar's getting those last shots in. Um, would the one flying away, Alex, still be within 120 feet? Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, it would be. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll cast that as second level against it. Okay. So um, that's five darts hit it for 12 damage. <laughs> and so you're, are you attacking the wyvern or are you attacking the dude? Uh, the wyvern. Okay. So it screams in pain but does not fall. Would it be in range for another one in six seconds? No, definitely yeah. not. Wait, it's 120? 120, yeah. No, sorry. That's right. We'll have to 80 try. Feet, it flies at 80 feet a turn. Damn. Okay. So, you guys have... You've taken out two wyverns. You've taken out... Or one wyvern. And somebody, uh, one of the scribes has flown off on the other one. Um, what do you guys want to do at this point? Get somewhere safe and sleep. Can we kill a scribe? <sighs> yeah. Yeah? Loot the Crack bodies. Crack open. Yeah. Okay. So you guys do find the staff of um, uh, lightning bolts. Nice. You do have that. Um, whoever wants to take that. It Does it require magical attunement or any form of magic ability? Um, yeah. It's definitely going to require attunement. Um, it has seven charges total in it. It's been used twice? It has been, been used, used once. once. Both of them had one. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will do more damage with my regular attacks, so I probably don't need it. <laughs> It'd be a good addition to have more backup spells for me. Yeah, Margraine doesn't need it. It could be handy for Solara, but I... Yeah, you seem to miss with your crossbow a lot, so... 
So yeah, I don't know. Do you want to do rock, paper, scissors? Hibonite? <laughs> um, no, I can hit with my fist if I run out. You do nothing. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice That's to true. have a back up rather than... I will attempt to stab him with a dagger. I do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not here's this quarterstaff I've never mentioned before. <laughs> it's, just de- it's just decorative. So here you can have a stick that's more than decorative. And uh, Vodhava says, Magnar, here. Yes. You gotta take her. Yes, and I'll swap like a healing potion for her. <laughs> okay. Um, well, She'll yeah. glug. And I'll give her six points of lay on hands. Okay. Because that's all I've got left. Oh man, that hurt. It's a wand of lightning bolts, wasn't it, Alex? Yep, it's a staff. Yeah. I mean, you know, for flavor. But yeah, yeah but for the it's a wand of lightning bolts. Yeah. For DMG. Look up. Yep. Yeah, yeah that was that wasn't fun. We we need to get under better cover. Yes, and we need to rest. Yes, it's been a long day. <laughs> okay, whoever whoever wants to do it, uh, survival. Survival. Can we just assist Zalara? Twenty. <laughs> sure, you want to do that? Okay. No need. Okay, so Zalara finds you guys a place that it will keep you safe under the cover and allow you guys to get some rest. Um, now, are, are you guys setting up any kind of watch, watch system? Who's uh, best feeling I'm, the best right now? Uh, I'm probably feeling pretty good. Yeah, I'm full. Okay. I am not. I'm going to go to bed first. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But so says she is as well, but both of you only need to meditate for four hours too. So Exactly. So I will come in back in four hours and be the rest of the <laughs> night. Okay. You guys set up a shift system, and in the middle of the night, as you're resting, there's a rumble. The whole ground starts to shake. You hear a cracking sound. You see from the direction of Kringle Falls a bright fireball shooting through the night. It's very similar to three of you as to what you saw in that first cave. You see, even from this far distance, there seems to be a gigantic pale woman. Her, she's a little bit more formed than she was the first time you saw her as she's screaming, flying through the sky, flying out west, gaining more air than the first one. She doesn't cut through the trees. She flies above them and sinks into the western night sky. Damn. Oops. <laughs> that was in the cathedral? I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure that's fine. I think the surge, right, is her, and she just got more power because of the cathedral. How many more places like this are there? I don't know. Have you heard of anything like this? Hibonite in your reading? How Give many me... saints are there? Because if that amber was placed by a saint, maybe it's one for each saint. Uh, ten. Ten, so it's speculator eight more. Unless there's ones that we don't know about have been broken as well. Mm. Well, the, the, first, the first thing that was broken that let that surge out wasn't associated with any order as far as I'm aware. Well, we don't know what was broken. It was in a mine shaft. We didn't see could be something True. long lost that belonged to a saint. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, at a church, per se. It could just True. be a place of power that the saints put something down to protect, like the anvil. It could be a forgotten saint. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Um, hmm. wow. Um, well, I don't know what we do from here other than continue on, get your child safe. Yes, if anywhere is safe anymore. Um, if these continue to be released... Hmm. It was quite pretty. I mean, Maybe it'll be okay. <laughs> hmm. Yes, a, a giant screaming woman flying 
into the night sky on fire is probably safe, yes. I mean, she puts on a good display. (laughs) (laughs) If she were a bard, I would be okay with it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I I still believe that my people's place is probably the safest place at the minute. Well, what what do we know? We the old gods, our gods, right, your are gods supposed are the new to gods, aren't they? Ulfur the is an old god, isn't he? Ulfur is an old god. I don't know. I don't know much about your god. I think Theos is the new god. My people are old people. Your people are new people. And this all stuff goes back to like before the world was swallowed. I'm guessing. Well, let's let's look at it this way. Um, you know, I I know everybody's saying Theos is one of the the newer gods, but Marat Hall was kept trapped under a temple of Gromish. That's Gromish true. is as old as, as Ulfur. I, I think the, the priest said as much. Um, you know, Marat Hall, when he when he flew over, you know, that he said, like, what, something about the usurper gods? You know, the false gods? You know? Well, when Marat Hall was flying over Kringle Falls, the woman who he said is his mother is the same person that Kazdrak Tommy locked them away from their afterlives. So there's a good chance that's all tied in together as well. I I see. Locked the old gods away from their afterlife. Oh, I didn't tell you, did I? Yeah, should probably catch you up on. So <laughs> you know I act the fool. Yes. You probably think I am the fool, but um, <laughs> I'm actually the next leader of my people, and that's why we're going to see them because it's probably the best place to put your wife because they sort of should listen to me. And you know when you guys you got your cloak and um, tin can got his can. Um, I got a heart made of pure fire and I, you know, flex the energy again to make it light up a bit. Yeah, you showed and, me that um, last time. Yeah. Um, and you know the rune I showed you at um, Castle Delacro that I then burnt up straight away? That was actually a rune for a gate to get my god, uh, dragon god, king, fire person back into the right place who's also told me I'm the last hope for my people to get into their afterlife because they're now locked away and they can't see each other and um, yeah, that's kind of sucky. Uh, whilst I was there. Um, <laughs> It's been a weird time. What? Uh, uh, why are you? Why are you telling us now? Well, um, I didn't tell people before because it's kind of important not to reveal who I am normally. So I had to trust everyone. And then after um, your wife blew me up, I thought maybe I should probably talk a little bit about it. So I told Margraine when he was having his crisis of faith again. So, <laughs> and then. Just now, I forgot I didn't tell you guys, so I probably should tell you guys, and then I decide to tell you guys. Uh, fair. Appreciate that. I yeah. Um. So you you've had the dreams too, then? Yes. Okay. I mean, the so- first one, my heart was ripped out, and uh, fire poured down my throat, and then I got a new heart, and I also had a vision where uh, lots of bad things were happening to my people, uh, weird black creatures killing everyone. Uh, oh, and I believe the gate to release my people is in the fire plane, the elemental f- uh, plane of fire, which I, I, I'm not entirely sure how to get back t- uh, to get to. So um, that's why we need to also see my dad. And he, the, the cast director did say about going through a mountain. My people live on a mountain, so that could be tied together as well. Ah. J- just one or two things I forgot to mention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've forgotten more things as well, but I'll, I'll they'll come up at some point, I'm sure. They're, not, they're probably important, but, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, so you're the leader of your people? No, I'm the 
I'm to be the next leader. Part of my journey out here on the pilgrimage is also to see the other people, other different leaders of the other clans. So like Sophie to find her people. And there's also a water version and an earth version. And my dad's the actual leader. Oh. And then my sister's the first daughter who protects the village. My other sister's going to be the one who speaks of peace, that sort of thing. Oh. Yeah, family's <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, sure. So you are on a mission to just explore the world and find out about other people? Or is there like, uh, are you supposed to be an ambassador? Sort of. Find useful things for the clan. So these ribcage books is a lot of history. Okay. So grab them. Um, try and make allies, not necessarily leaders or nations, <laughs> but people who are useful and also allied nations are always going to be good if someone ever attacks us but we're quite out of the way so no one really should and um yeah gain knowledge try and find ways to help grow the clan don't die usually a good idea you kind of failed that last one a couple times well i'm still alive so <laughs> Fair. the way i see it i'm beating death at the minute it seems to me either theos or theos and the old gods were able to keep this whatever down, Tatumon. Mm -hmm. Considering how divided Theos is amongst all of Margraine's friends, perhaps they just need to be reunited in order to strengthen that whatever prison they created. I mean, that does sound like an idea. You know, Theos has been acting first against these creatures. So, if there's... They've taken a piece from a mountain now where there's the red silver that first time. And now they've taken a piece from a cathedral under an anvil with stuff that looked like this. And she points to her bracer. Um, maybe it has something to do with a, a, a metal or something that's holding each of these different pieces at bay. Like maybe the red silver was holding whatever was in that in the mine. Maybe the anvil is made of something else that's holding that one down. And once you remove it, like they removed the red silver from the mine because they were starting to get it out of there again. And apparently they were able to move the anvil, I'm assuming. Oh, hmm. okay. I don't know if that helps us, but it makes sense. Was it, was it the anvil was made of the thing from your bracer, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it yeah. stuff? Yeah, okay. I'll just make sure I'm ahead. This gem thing. So what is special about it? It was used in... It was the heart of Hrothgar. Is that right? Hathor. Hathor. Um, the heart of Hathor. And it was used to help defeat the demons once upon a time. And this is just a tiny piece of it. So if the anvil was also made from it, maybe it was gigantic. I don't know how big the gem was originally. Hmm. And the name Hathor is one that Magnard and Hibonite, of course... Actually, I think maybe all of you are familiar with because that's what some of the ghosts were saying in the darkness. Um, uh, in the castle. Guys, in the castle. I, I wrote Hathor, God Hathor. Yeah. And yeah, back up at the St. Crowley, there was a lot of people talking about him. So maybe we were seeing into the past when they were having a fight. Um, maybe that's where this gem. I, I'm not sure. So I see onyx stone part of Hathor's heart. Was that part of that? That's part of Zalara's bracer. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's my bracer. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't have context in my notes, so I wasn't <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just wrote onyx stone with part of Hathor's heart. So. Yeah. Huh. Change that. Well, 
you, you said you need to to free your uh what god king hibernate god king dragonfire thing <laughs> and, and and if he's on the other side to talk well, Amon, you know when we died and we saw creepy face man uh-huh oh what's his name melbourne melbourne that's it you weren't you weren't there that was when we died in the mountain originally I, mm. he has no eyes and his mouth hangs open yeah, I've seen him. Uh, He's he, he, freaky. He wears a... Oh, when I died, kind of, at the mountain, when I fell down. Oh, yeah. right, yeah, you did die with us as well. I dreamed Maybe it's us of as him. a group. Um, but yeah, um, he was in the afterlife thing, and he's the one who sort of told that my people can't go to our heaven, or whatever it is. Hmm. So... Interesting. told you that? Yeah, and then Kazrak told me that it was, um... How was it? Anata? I'm terrible Anat- with and I'm terrible with names. Anat Oman Anatona and Anatona Anatona. That's it. Anatona Anatona Anatona. Told Anat told me that Anatona Anatona. I'm gonna still murder it every time I say it. Um, <laughs> locked my people's afterlife away, and the different dragon god things kept the door open as long as they could but now they're trapped on the wrong side of it as well which stops everyone else getting through and to release and it's my job to now release them and i'm the last hope for all of my people i'm guessing for all all the four clans as well so no pressure <coughs> hmm that is a heavy burden yeah wow. I, I i'm i'm trying not to think about it and repressing it a bit so i don't have to you know break down under stress and have more madness more, more madness yeah, the cleric who cured me of one curse told me that I have another curse. It's some madness thing, but I'm not sure what he's talking about. You uh, seem fine to me. Oh, I've been perfectly fine. No weirdness has happened to me in ages. No more weird than well, everything else that happens to us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ah, I see. Well, maybe we should just, you know, take one step first, right? Get to get to the capital and, and figure out what we're doing from there. Right. It, the issue with that, I'm sure Hibonite and I are not welcome. <sighs> well, they dropped the charges, so we'd still be welcome, but they're probably still people trying to kill us, which is no pay- different to everywhere else we've been so far. Well, well, then, then where are we going? And well, real quick, Vodhava says, "Look, I have some experience in courtly life, and everybody is smiling at each other, but they're all enemies trying to climb the ladder. So, if you're there legally." You're not in any different state than many of the uh, courtiers and other royals there. Hmm. And what's the worst can, uh, that can happen? He can just, like, kidnap you again or something, you know? it's That worked out well last time. I mean, I'm sure there's also groups <laughs> of people dedicated to killing people silently inside cities in this um, land. There seems to be lots of savory types. I, I've, I've never known known that sort of person, so I don't know. But it is. Which city are we headed to, Alex? What's the name of it? You Calendor. guys were talking. Yeah, Calendor. You guys were talking about going to Calendor, which is the okay. capital. If you're if you're worried about the blue rose, there's definitely blue rose in Calendor. I can guarantee you that. Oh yeah. Yeah, if that's what you were getting at. Um, are we worried about them though? Eh. Well, well, Madam Granite, when she sent me my letter saying that you know I don't have any favor anymore and that you know I can't help her anymore, that had a blue rose on it, so it can't be good. Oh, you don't suppose Madam Granite's the head of the blue rose in Dernholm? I, I have no clue. <laughs> that would be interesting. 
Anyway. She seemed perfect, perfectly savoury to me. She didn't even ask for a favour yet. <laughs> yet. Um, well, if it, as long as it gets done one day, it doesn't matter if I actually no, do it I, straight I, away. No, I think, I think the whole deal is off. I can't do my deal anymore. Well, we got what we needed from it, so we get off on the better side initially, at least. Hmm. Hopefully. Just another group coming after us. <laughs> yeah. Add it, add it to the list of people who want us dead. It, it's like a book at this point. <laughs> this mortal man is the least of our worries when we have all of these demons. Fair. Fair caught. Hmm. So, are we just heading to the capital? Are we heading to my people? Or? The capital's on well, the way, right? It's... I mean, as like our end goal at the minute, does Vahava actually intend to go towards my people or do you wish to stay at just Camendor where it's probably you know, it's not as safe I would like to I'm, I'm from Calendor. I would like to at least see it and make my decision from there do you have family still there I do I would like to meet them <laughs> <laughs> she smiles and she... <laughs> always be good to say goodbye in person <laughs> yeah. you know so I, much I, I about the person I only say because you know the next ruling party of a group of people you get everyone will be on your side and protecting you whereas you have a small group of people inside a city of people who can be turned against you that's a fair point just saying <laughs> all right so are you guys decided you're gonna head to calendar or what's the call i think so. sounds like it yeah that's okay. the plan so you make your way down to the capital and we will pick up the adventure next time Thanks for listening to episode 41, Laverne and Shirley. Hope you all enjoyed the episode. Um, you know, I really enjoy making my own creatures, which I do most of the time, but when I can throw in a D&D staple, I absolutely love it and had a lot of fun playing with those Wolverines. If you enjoy what we do, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use. It helps us out immensely. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the air. We actually have one this week by... And I have no idea if this is supposed to be something or it's just a keyboard smash, but it looks like Duff Fed Exhid and Duff Fed Exhid writes, loving it so far. I'm not very far in yet, but I'm here for the barbarian screaming spell names while doing mundane melee and ranged attacks. Thanks, Duff Fed Exhid. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Beholders iPod and our website, BeholdersiCast.com. You can follow Ryan, who plays Hipponite, at DuffDuff the Third. Ben, who plays Magnar, at Miro 4D2. Kim, who plays Lara, at Metzgirl. And Sam, who plays Margraine, at Samsalot007. Editing performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. All music by Incompetech. Water Prelude. Long Note 4. Death and Axes. Grim Idol. Mountain Emperor. Crossing the Chasm, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod in Comotech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash buy, forward slash 3.0, forward slash. All sound effects by Zapsblatt.com. Please check the show notes for further details. 